If you're not doing manufacturer spending right now, you tripping. And I got a free guide for you. Go to catacticsllc.com. Go to free MS 101 guide. Free MS 101 guide. You're going to learn about manufacturer spending if you don't already know about it. If you do know about it, you're going to be more elite at manufacturer spending. catacticsllc.com. Get the free MS 101 guide. Conveniently created for you. Enjoy the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with consumer education to leverage your power as a consumer within this United States corporation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, no debit. Welcome to the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to a new episode of the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT. I hope y'all feeling blessed, amazing, great, the whole nine. I came prepared this episode as far as updates. You know, we're not going off the top, so we're going to get straight into it. Number one, I'm sipping on some tea. Y'all know y'all know, I got to get my tea in, right? And I ain't talking about, you know, what we're going to talk about today because I got to address something real quick. But listen, the tea I'm drinking, we're not going to say the company because, you know, we're not going to sponsor nobody because they're not paying us. But it's a peach detox tea. It might have been one I drank when I was the last episode or episode before, I don't even remember, but I like it. It's dope. Make sure you get some tea in your system. Uh, Don't just be doing all that caffeine stuff. You know, caffeine can do caffeine, but you don't need caffeine all the time. I probably sound like I'm on caffeine the way I'm talking right now, but I'm just excited to get into the episode. (laughs) Ain't no caffeine, no cap, but yeah, man, hopefully y'all blessed. Amazing. Great. The whole nine. Number one update, go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's going to be in the description. Um, if you just search my IG, which is at Mike O. Benjamin, you can go ahead and find the YouTube, right? I got hella videos over there, hella sauce for y'all. And at the end of the day, y'all, y'all, if you listen consistently, you've heard me mention the YouTube. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube and you're searching each and every time, you lucky hate it. <laughs> no, let, me tell, let me tell you what's going on. Now, you, I, I understand you could innocently just be searching and not follow or not subscribe, but like, you know, just go ahead and hit that subscribe button one time so you don't got to do extra steps. Subscribe to the YouTube. The YouTube is going to be going crazy. I got a lot of great stuff planned over there. And if you see a sudden stop in the podcast episodes, then, you know, you might want to go over to the YouTube. I'm not handing out nothing, but, you know, definitely go over to the YouTube. We're going to have more videos over there. We have a lot of videos already, to be honest. Like we have a lot of manufacturer spending videos. Um, if you've been living under a rock, or if you don't follow me on TikTok, there's definitely like hella manufacturer spending videos over there that you're gonna want to go ahead and tap into. Speaking of manufacturer spending, if you haven't gotten the Cat MS Secrets course, go ahead and grab it. Um, the normal price is a thousand dollars, but I haven't changed the price from ninety-seven dollars at the recording of the episode. So by the time you hear it, the, the price might be back up, but definitely go to catacticsllc.com. You can click on DIY products. It'll take you to the manufacturer spending one-on-one guide. And then, you know, you'll be able to get it for $97 over there. I think if you go and try and purchase it regularly, you might see like $300, $400 or something. But that's a way for you to get that. Invest in yourself. Get yourself to the next level. But most importantly, subscribe to the YouTube. That's that update. 
I spoke about the tea already. Okay, so next update. So I was talking to one of my mentors and he was just basically talking about how, you know, he got into the metaverse and things like that. So I said that to say I'm in the metaverse as well. When I say I'm in the metaverse, I bought the Oculus thing. Those of y'all that know about the Oculus. So, you know, it was only $300. I was just like, you know, why not? Because, you know, I'll be working a lot. So it's just something I could do just to just to not be on the go, you know, a thousand percent of the time. So, yeah, I, I copped that. I haven't really set it up, but I played around with it a little bit. You know, it's, it's pretty dope how just virtual reality, because, you know, it's one of them things that is I won't say it's new, new, but it's like, you know, it's not it's not everyday type. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Updates. So the podcast is audio, obviously. So you, you're not visually seeing me. I got a haircut. When I say I got a haircut, those of y'all that follow me on IG, you know that um, I've had different hairstyles. You know, I've had the afro, I've had the braids, I've had the, uh, what else do I be doing? I've had the twists, you know what I'm saying? I've just had, you know, versatile hairstyles. And when I said a haircut, I'm not talking about just a lineup. Like, I, I cut everything off because I'm going back to waves. And it was just a lot of response from, you know, some of y'all and then just some people that just follow me on IG in general. Um, you know, mostly good responses, which is cool. But at the end of the day, you know, the only response that matters is myself, right? So yeah, I cut my hair, uh, went on to a new journey. And yeah, so just wanted to update y'all with that because um, I wanted to update y'all with that. So yeah, I got something to address. Again, if you follow me on IG, I posted about it and I was basically saying the fact that, what was I saying? What did I even post? So I posted on IG, right? In my story. And I said, oh yeah, I said I had something to address. And I was basically saying like, you know, enough is enough. I've been silent. I've been chilling. And no more holding back, taking shots in 2022, right? That was, that was basically what I posted for those of y'all that missed it. So I say that to say, y'all love drama, Y'all put in the, uh, what's that emoji? The eyes emoji in my DMs. Y'all replying like, what's up? This, that, and the third. Ain't nothing going on. It was just for marketing. <laughs> like, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, nah, but um, I do got something to address in the episode, but it's not that deep. Nothing like that. I just wanted to, I just wanted to say that just for marketing. And, you know, it, as far as on IG, it got the response it did. I'm going to look at the analytics after and see if, you know, the numbers on the episode went up. Some some of y'all that's tuning in, maybe you tuned out from the episode at this point just because you realize that there's no um no drama. But yeah. Updates. We got a couple more updates and we're gonna get into the episode. So update. I wanted to update y'all on just moving forward. So moving forward, basically what I what I've done over like the past month or so, if you follow my TikTok. I've been posting a lot, a lot, a lot of videos about manufactured spending. Moving forward, I'm doing it like a promo run. So you you guys have been hearing me talk about the manufactured spending secrets course. You've been hearing me talk about manufactured spending this, manufactured spending that. I'm not going to be talking about manufactured spending like that starting in uh, April next month, right? Because I'm doing, I'm, I'm testing out, I'm testing out some stuff with content. And this is a sidebar, but when we talk about things like mentorship, you know, y'all asking me about mentorship again, 
these are the things that I'm trying out. I'm trying out different things so that when I'm helping y'all with y'all credit repair business, those of y'all that want to do credit repair in the mentorship, you know, it's going to be really, really solidified with all the strategies I've wanted to test out. So basically what I'm doing and what I've been doing on TikTok, I've been doing four TikToks a day and the whole goal is to do it for 40 days straight. So I think I'm about like, I might be like 30 days in or something, to be honest. So we're rounding out on when it's done. And basically it ends at the end of March. So come April, I've already put out, you know, 40 days straight for four videos a day. That's 160 videos. Damn near 200 videos about manufacturer spending is going to be out there. I gave y'all all the sauce y'all needed. Don't harass me no more. I gave y'all the cat MS secrets. And then we're going to move on to the next thing. When we hear about cat, y'all know that cat stands for, well, cat stands for consumer ammunition tactics, but I mean cat is represented by law, leverage, and legacy. So when we talk about manufacturer spending, that's the leverage piece. So April, next month, the next 40 days or whatever I decide to do, maybe we're going to be just talking about consumer law, right? So I, I'm just doing it in like a, like a promo run, right? Like, you know, when an artist or something, they have, they have the album they're about to drop. They're going to just focus on doing that. They're going to do the promo runs. They're going to go on tour for like a certain amount of time. You can just look at it like that, right? So manufacturer spending has been what's been going on like all of March. If you've been paying any amount of attention, then you notice that there's been a huge amount of talk about manufacturer spending. If you specifically just go to like my uh, TikTok or YouTube, right? I haven't been posting as much on IG just because I've been placing my focus on growing the YouTube, which y'all should definitely subscribe to and other things. But yeah, just moving forward, I just wanted y'all to know about that because, you know, transparency. Last update. So yesterday... I posted on my story about um, a sports bet that I took. I basically turned $50 to like $1,900, almost $2,000. And it was based off of a parlay. If you don't know what a parlay is, it's basically where when you place a bet, it's multiple, it's multiple teams or multiple bets that have to be satisfied. So if you just place a single bet, obviously, if that bet wins, you win the money. But if you do a parlay... Um, it's going to be at least two of them. So like I might bet on this team winning. I might bet on this team winning and both have to win in order for it to be satisfied. That's why when I bet that $50 and it turned to 1900, it was, it was like a, I think it was a six team parlay. And I say that to say I posted it. I wasn't even posting it for nothing crazy. I posted it. A lot of y'all was flooding my DMS, you know, trying to get started in sports betting and stuff, asking me about like teaching and stuff. And I don't teach no damn sports bet. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, you know, don't DM me about all that. Um, And it's in the word, betting, right? It's literally betting. It wasn't like no science or anything to it. So, yeah, I just thought that was funny because a lot of people were DMing me about it and asking me how to get started, asking me, do I teach it and things like that. But but I I get it. I get it. You know, when I posted it, um, I guess that could happen. But, you know, I wasn't really thinking about it like that. Like people are going to ask me about it. Like I like I teach it or something. I don't teach no sports betting. But yeah, man, a woman, everybody. So we about to get into the episode. Hopefully y'all enjoy the episode. We're going to get into the message and we're going to get into the episode. All right, listen, you want to make some extra money, but you don't want to actually do credit repair. 
I got the solution for you. I'm literally about to send money over to someone that sent me a couple of referrals. And if you don't know, our CAT Credit Repair Services, we offer money to people that send us referrals. But I'm going to be real with you. It's been a lot of referrals lately. So it might get to the point where we stop it. So if you're listening to this right now, if you know someone that needs credit repair services, you can go ahead and get in contact with us. You can DM CA Tactics LLC or DM my personal page at Mike O. Benjamin. Let us know who you're sending over. If we're still accepting referrals, we're going to pay you handsomely, cutely, whatever you want to get paid. Enjoy the episode. All right, y'all. As y'all can see in the title, we didn't give away too much. I just basically was vague as far as talking about I got something to you know talk about. And the reason why I did that is because podcasts, they hold the best kept secrets. So I want to continue doing that. So what we're going to talk about today is just if you've been having maybe problems getting negative items deleted, uh, specifically like collections, I want to help you give you some give you something to think about moving forward. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to be talking about debt validation. I'm sure some of y'all, I'm assuming most of y'all know about debt validation letters. So I would definitely recommend, let's say you're trying to remove a collection, send a debt validation letter. Why do I say this? The reason why I say it is because a lot of people, when it comes to those collections and things like that, they they overthink it in terms of how they want to do it. Oh, what codes and things should I be using? This, that, and the third. But I say just use a debt validation letter. Debt validation. And then if you want a code, if you want a law, you know, just talk about 15 USC 1692G. 1692G is a validation of debt section in the FDCPA. If you don't know, the FDCPA is a Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. So the reason why this whole debt validation is so powerful is because when you have a collection, it's going to go to a third party, right? So because a third party is now responsible for it and they're trying to collect from you, they're not going to be able to validate the debt. They're not going to be able to satisfy everything that you're requesting. And then on top of that too, spoiler alert, there's no way for them to even validate it because at the end of the day, if you understand the laws, only the consumer is able to validate the debt. That's why when we talk about debt, in the FDCPA, it's an obligation or alleged obligation. So I definitely recommend if y'all are doing your approach as far as credit repair for yourself or for somebody else, definitely send a debt validation letter initially. And I mean, that's something that we do. And it's just like, it's something you can do, especially if you have a lot of accounts that you're disputing. And you might be surprised at how many accounts that you're able to get off. Sometimes, you know, they might they might not budge. Maybe they won't take it off right away or, and delete it right away, but it's definitely worth a shot. I've seen it happen uh, multiple times. Sometimes you might think like, oh, you have to write a, an elaborate collections deletion letter. But at the end of the day, sometimes you just have to send a debt validation letter and then, you know, that thing just comes right off. So that's that's just a little bit of, I guess, sauce that we that we apply in our own situation. And to be honest, the debt validation letter that we use is available on our website, CATacticsLLC.com. So you could literally, you know, go ahead and purchase that for the low and then start using it for yourself. And if you have a credit repair company, you know, you can cater it to your own situation as well. Because sometimes when people are sending debt validation letters, they're not going about it the right way. So I wanted to talk about that in today's episode, just so that y'all have that knowledge 
a little bit more as far as what's actually included in that debt validation letter. Obviously, I talked about, you know, 1692G, which is a validation of debt um, U.S. code, 15 U.S.C. 1692G. I know not everyone's familiar with the law. So definitely send that. And what's what's important, too, when you're actually sending the debt validation letter, I want you to make it clear that you're not asking for verification. You're asking for validation. You're, you're demanding validation of the debt, right? You're demanding validation of the debt. Because a lot of times these companies, they, they think they're so slick, they're going to do something where they're like, oh, um, the, the account came back verified. But it's like that wasn't what I was asking for. If I ask, if I ask for a burger and then you come and give me tacos, is that what I asked for? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's the way you got to look at it. Establish that difference in your letter. Make it clear to them. I'm not asking for verification. I am demanding for validation of this alleged debt. Remember, I can't tell you what debt is to you. I can't tell you if that collection is yours. But debt, by definition, is an obligation or alleged obligation. So, yeah, just um, keep that in mind. So, yeah, best practice, like I said, make sure you distinguish between validation and and verification. Um, Point them to 1692G and then, you know, put the accounts that you have on there. And then one thing, too, that I do, this is just aside from the validation of debt, or one thing that we do at CAT, what we would do is we'll put on a letter, we'll say, we'll make a statement saying that, you know, before we continue saying what we're saying, it is I, insert your name, and not a credit repair company sending out this notice to you. Because a lot of times, I'm pretty sure y'all have seen They'll flag you as you sound like you're from a credit repair company, especially if you're quoting a lot of laws and things like that. You want to sound like a human when you're writing your letters, when you're writing your dispute letters. So that's um, something that we include in our letters just to say like, oh, you know, this is me, the person. I'm not a credit repair company that's writing this and things like that. So I I recommend that y'all do that as well. So, um, yeah, just keep that in mind. And then a best practice, I would say as well, when you're actually writing that debt validation letter, let's say it's a collection, right? What you're going to tell them is that during the period of the time that, um, you know, that they've, they've given you their quote unquote evidence, as you're looking at the information, they have to cease and desist collection of, you know, any debt. Cause, cause you're, cause you're basically saying that once they send you a validation of that debt, you need to tell them and instruct them, you're going to give me 30 days to actually investigate it. And during this 30-day period, there's going to be no, no, no attempt to collect any kind of debt. So you're basically telling them to cease and desist right, at that time. So that's what I would include as well. Um, just, just really being that mindset. You, know, you, you tell them what to do. You, you set your own stipulations. Are you giving them 30 days to respond, which is, you know, what the law says? Or you could even say, you know, 14 days on the notice just to rush it. I've seen situations where, well, I, I've seen situations, literally what what we did. We sent out um, debt validation letters and we'll be like, OK, you have 14 days to respond, et cetera. And then they'll reply faster because it's like sometimes they know like, oh, dang, you know, this person knows what they're talking about. So, yeah, just just really... Just really cater it to your own situation and 
you want to personalize it. So as far as what I would include, as far as what you're going to what you're going to request, you want to be super extra. Right. Because, first of all, even if you're not extra, they can't validate it because at the end of the day, only the consumer can validate the debt. Right. Like, oh, you know, it's mine. It's not mine, et cetera. So you got to remember, these are third party companies. So you had you had um, a transaction with the original creditor, quote unquote, and now it's been passed on or sold over to this third party company. This is basically like you having a conversation with somebody and then somebody somebody else that wasn't even in the conversation is now responsible for, you know, talking about y'all conversation. You see how like stupid that sounds for them to be trying to be <laughs> collect um, like a debt from you and everything. So just really just really keep that in mind and really just kind of picture what's going on in the situation. And because they they weren't actually there in the conversation, they weren't there at the time of the transaction. So that's not only that's not only a violation of, you know, your privacy as a consumer, but they can't validate nothing. They could say, oh, it's verified and this, that and the third. But we're not asking for verification. We're we're requesting and demanding validation. So what I would include, like I said, I would be extra. I would tell them. You know, what is the name and the address of the alleged creditor? I would say, what's the name on file of the alleged debtor? Um, The alleged account number, the address on file for the alleged debtor, the amount of the alleged debt, the date this alleged debt became payable, uh, the date of the original charge off or delinquency, was the debt assigned to a debt collector or purchased, Amount paid if the debt was purchased, commission for debt if collection efforts are successful. And then, you know, I would um, also request from them to attach copies of the following. I would say attach attach a copy of an agreement with their client that grants um, the collection company the authority to collect on the alleged debt. So that alone, they, you know, they're not going to be doing that. I would say, you know, present to me a signed agreement that shows proof you know, that I owe this alleged debt. Um, I would say, you know, any agreement that has a, that has my wet signature and just, you know, just, just asking extra stuff. And there's more stuff that, that it mentions on the actual debt validation letter, but I was just going through what our debt validation letter is. I just want to give y'all a couple of things that it says just to, just to help y'all. So yeah, man, this, this episode was really just letting y'all know Sometimes you may be overthinking it. Sometimes you might just send a debt validation letter and then, you know, it, it gets removed because they understand that they can't they can't uh, validate that debt. And if you asking them to do a lot of things, they're not going to do it. They could try to send you some BS statement or something. But, you know, at the end of the day, the law says you, bruh, <laughs> they cut me off. Nah, but I mean, I was getting towards the end of the episode anyways. I was just saying that at the end of the day, you, the consumer, you have the ability to actually validate the alleged debt. So just keep that in mind, understand your power, and then you'll be able to really get to that next level. So whether you're starting a credit repair company for yourself, or if you've just been you know, wanting to get rid of collections and things like that, go ahead and send that debt validation letter. If you want to grab the one we have, you know, the one that we've had that we've been sending out that's been getting results, you can go to catacticsllc.com. Um, I believe if you just click on deletion letters, it'll take you right there. You'll see debt validation letter. You can go ahead and invest in that. So yeah, just 
straight to it. Quick episode. Y'all let me know how y'all feel about the episode. Y'all let me know if y'all want me to talk more about credit repair and things like that. I know I've been talking a lot about manufacturer spending, but like I said um, earlier, we're going to be coming to a close as far as that and just moving on to, you know, the next thing I want to really drill into y'all, y'all mindset. So yeah, with that being said, y'all have a blessed one. Thanks so much for listening to the CAP podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. I sincerely appreciate you. But remember, your credit score is where it's at because you ain't get with CAP. So get with CAP and we're going to make it like that. You feel me? All right. Have a blessed one.